0: You're listening to American Snippets, the all-American podcast for those looking to dream bigger, live better, and make an impact. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the American Snippets podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today, we're going to be talking about a a couple um, stories and headlines that we've featured over the past week. I have Barb Allen here with me. And uh, we're going to get right into it. So what do you got for us, Barb?
1: So one of the most notable stories this week, and there were a lot. Obviously, we had a new president uh, inaugurated, and that is clearly the biggest story out there. Uh, But along with that comes this maybe maybe a small glimmer of hope that President Biden now uh, will not go along with all of the extreme things that the far left wants, most notably being this latest war on conservatives that heated up just before the inauguration when CNN openly aired a campaign to remove Newsmax from all of its platforms. They have a show on CNN called Reliable Sources, a very popular show. Their host, Brian Selter, held a panel discussion about how to cover extremism without amplifying it. And to be clear, in that context, he's talking about extremism. He means conservatism. On that discussion or in that panel, uh, he was joined by a couple people. And one of them was the former Facebook chief security officer, Alex Stamos. And they sat there and unpacked the issues of what to do about conservative platforms. Stamos was complaining that people have so many choices now. He said they can choose what their news sources are and they can choose what influencers they want to follow and that that broad leeway given to people with a very broad range of political views is what has allowed this radicalism to emerge. He pointed to the new emergence of competition for Fox News right after Fox News um, shifted its tone a little bit and started uh, posting some things like not supporting President Trump or supporting things from the left and said, And according to this panel, according to Stamos, it was at this point that OAN and Newsmax really took off and that to him is proof of the radicalism of the conservatives. He said that those platforms prove that any hint of realism is rejected by conservatives who are in such election denial that they would prefer to create their own reality. And that's when we all apparently go to these echo chambers of OAN and Newsmax, and of course, Parlor was taken down. Uh, so that has been removed for that exact purpose. They claimed that it was radicalism and, and extremism and allowing conservatives to incite violence. But you know, Stamos knew that there would be challenges to taking this down. And then he went so far, and this is the, this is where I think he really crossed the line. He said, While ISIS does not have a domestic constituency. This form of extremism, and again, he's talking about conservatism, does. And he went on to explain that in fact, any members of Congress who voted to reject the electoral votes represent this very real threat on the same level ISIS does. So his solution was to turn down the capability of these conservative influencers to reach the huge audiences, because some of them have bigger audiences than CNN. So in that one little panel session, they compared congressional representatives who voted to reject the electoral votes to ISIS and said that they present the same threat to this country as ISIS does. And he suggested that the solution to this radicalism called conservatism would be to censor us, to turn down the capability of the influencers to reach the audiences they do. And this sent up a whirlwind of concern since Parlor had already been removed, but now Dave, you had good news saying that president Biden had the opportunity to support that and chose not to, right?
0: All this shit is just crazy. Like, where do you even begin to like unpack it all in terms of where they're even coming from with this? I mean, first off,
1: well, hang on. Talk the show... about the talk about that, uh, executive order that, well, yeah, well, that's,
0: that, that's the, that's the good thing is, is Biden day one, uh, basically i guess there was a push to try to get him to sign some sort of executive order on silencing some of these um shows like newsmax or oan or even fox and he basically just dismissed it because he's like it's he just called it ridiculous and for good reason because one it's come totally unconstitutional (laughs) like that that is limiting free speech and choosing what the public can and cannot Hear or listen to, and the fact that a company or a CNN who's been panned for the better part of the last four years for sharing, you know, what you could arguably call not all right, I'm not saying that all the reporting is bad, but fake news, you know, stemmed from CNN. Um, they're not the most reliable news source on the planet, they are probably. As biased as you can be, in terms of the kind of guests that they have on their show, um, and the fact they have a show that they that they're talking about this on a show called Reliable Sources is is kind of
1: ironic to be. It, it is kind of ironic. I feel the like you're, we should all have a choice about who we're going to get our lies and our propaganda from, right? And so. Who are they yeah. to choose where we can get our propaganda? Because really there is a certain element of all news out there that is nothing but straight up propaganda on all sides. We're being told, oh my God, the shit that is flying around now, the conspiracy theories continue to run amok. Um, and so it is, I mean, there's so no, me, here, there's no end some, to, the, to the quote news that you could get, right? Right,
0: and here's something to ponder. Is it is it that conservatism is now radical or is it the fact that the left has gone so far left that now it appears radical? I would argue that conservatism has not changed. Right. Like, like, you know, regardless of your political affiliations and what you believe, you know, Trump came in and he was all about America first, about putting the people first about freedom, about limited government. Um, capitalism, like all the things that our country was built on that, you know, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, those aren't crazy radical ideas. But it seems to me like places like CNN, when they have conversations like this, and, and they kind of go down this path, they're kind of telling us that they want to control what the narrative narrative is, they want to control what we hear and don't hear, they want to condition us to think that only, you know, their way matters and what they represent matters when reality is that capitalism is all about free choice. It, the more, to, for me, like the, over the last probably 20, 25 years, all the major news and media companies have been owned by five or six companies. Yeah. Total. And they share
1: they share an agenda, right? They're all right. They share an agenda. That's not a free marketplace. With each other, yeah. And this guy right here, the former Facebook chief security officer, literally says that it needs to be locked down. You need to lock this down the way you would lock down ISIS. And and he complains that it's that free choice that he takes issue with. He says the free choice is the is the root of this radicalism that we should not yeah, be wh- given free choice. Wh- wh- and else, CNN is wh- out there like, oh man, that's freaking genius. Like, why didn't we think of this before? Like it's the, the holy grail of the solutions to tamping down any opposition is to just smother, smother the noise. That, sounds,
0: the voice. that sounds awfully like, um, like a couple countries out there who maybe might be, uh, hello, communist. <laughs>
1: I know you got Katie Cork now out there joining Like Katie Cork looks so sweet and she's a widow. And I used to like connect with her. And then she's out there saying that you and I, Dave, we need to be deprogrammed.
0: Yeah, well, look, let's be so honest. It's here. like
1: it's so crazy. It's gone so far
0: It is it off is. tilt. Look, are there far right wingers?
1: Yes, of absolutely. Course, right? Absolutely. White,
0: white supremacy is absolutely real. they're there. White nationalism is real. It is Absolutely wrong. There is no place in America for the fringes on either side. Whether you're far, far left and you're Antifa, who wants to burn down the whole thing, uh, or you're just pro-socialism, and you're you know there are there is an organization out there that is basically they call themselves American Communists. Like those things exist. We have a country where you can do those things, but those places should not be giving any kind of they shouldn't be given any kind of voice or power. And that's why they're on the fringes. That's why the KKK is on the far right fringe. Maybe you can call it far left, perhaps, too. I don't know. I mean, it it started on the liberal democratic side. And then there's also the far left and both those things need to be pushed out in silence. But the rest of us are are in the middle and having competition, having more voices, having more sources to get information from. Is a good thing. There shouldn't be an, a monopoly on all that. That's the problem that you're seeing with social media right now. These big tech giants have gotten so big, they control so much power. But when someone else comes in and wants to start a new social media company, they get threatened. And so, in the guise of um you know radicalism, they want to shut you down. And it's complete. It's complete lies. It's completely ridiculous.
1: But Americans They're, are the, buying into it. This right, is the well, problem.
0: Are they? Well, we don't really know. Yes, they
1: are. they are. Dude, go out there. On any site and say, so I, I just posted last night. I'm like, hey, look, you know, because now, now all of a sudden, all the people who spent four years, not my president, up years, you all now, all of a sudden they're like, oh, oh this is a beautiful day. We're all unified and this is amazing now, right? And so I went back and I was like, yes, look, this would be great. I want to believe this. I want to believe that we will be unified now. I want to see though Biden prove it. I want to see if he calls for an end to the censorship, if he calls for an end to the shaming and the shunning and the boycotting of our businesses, and he calls out all violence, equality and justice for all, not the suppression of one set of Americans to, in response to the oppression of another, right? You don't, but you don't need to elevate one community by oppressing another. You just elevate everybody together. That's what it's supposed to be. Man, I was annihilated for that. I said, look, I want to believe in him. And if he does all this, I will believe a little bit more that he is intent on unifying us, right? That's it. That is literally what I said. Oh, man, I was just slammed. And not by just one person, a bunch of people that don't know me and one person that does know me all agreed that I was supporting white supremacist ideologies with that and that I am a racist and how dare I come on and say one thing when I am anti BLM and I'm anti this and I'm a, like all a bunch of crap but that's what they got.
0: Yeah, but so the, but the buying truth into is, it. Dave. You, right, but you can't you can't lump everyone together like that and just say conservatives are white supremacists or racists because it's every, I think the right. general public knows it's just not true. I would argue that the Republican Party and the conservative movement has a bigger more inclusive tent or equally inclusive tent that the Democrats might feel. There are young Republicans coming out who are, you know, from both sexes, from, you know, from different colors, different creeds, different religions. You know, that's what makes America great. It's, it's a, it's, it's, you know, having opposing views and ideas and coming together to compromise, to see what works, to helps us, help us move forward as a country. You can't just like, paint people with a brush broad stroke on on either side and that's that's what's happening and well, you know I, I get caught up in that i mean I, whoever's listening right now you know barb and i we're trump support we're trump supporters we like to think of ourselves as you know conservatives but also socially progressive um, but we we base everything that we do here at american civets and our beliefs off of our core values as as a country and that's just you know freedom liberty prosperity For all
1: citizens, Um, everybody, regardless of color, how you go sexually, you know, which way you, you, I don't even know who was I talking to the other day who didn't know whether to say orientation or preference, like you get whatever the word is, you know, but whatever that is, whatever color, whatever culture you are, whatever, if you are an American citizen in particular, we want every American citizen to thrive and be supported and be happy and all this. But what we're seeing is not the, the, um, ending of racism. We're just seeing the transference of racism. And so we call that out. We're like, look, racism doesn't mean only negative action to, one, to people of one particular color. It means any color, any person that is treated unfairly, unjustly, discriminated against because of their skin color, that is racism. And so, you know, you call it out for one, you got to call it out for the other. And so it does, there's not an equal effort to elevate everybody now. There is- an effort to point out that, you know, one color are the villains and the other color are the victims. And you know, you got to just, we have to work together so everybody can rise together. And when you try to have that conversation, that's when you're called a white supremacist, right? That's when you're called this and that. And so it's like, you can't even have the conversation. I want to learn. I want to grow. But when you try to have that conversation, you're just, you got fists down your throat and they're not out. They're not playing. Well, so, you know, and we're
0: like, and you know what we're feeding into it because we're we even we're just we're talking about white supremacism where, like, we shouldn't even be talking about it. It is so far fringed on the fringes of our society right, that it have, shouldn't even it shouldn't even be brought up. And the fact that CNN and other organizations are even bringing it up and painting, you know, people who they politically disagree with white with that right, with right. that broad stroke, it's just wrong, It's insulting. It's yeah. wrong and and it's degrading. It's, it's disgusting to be honest with you to to everybody.
1: So Um, there was a little hope there. I, I got a little hope. I'm like, look, I know Biden already signed a lot of things. He said a lot of things, but for me in the element of fairness, I'm like, okay, he knew where to draw the line here. And this particular issue, he, uh, he did right by shutting it down and not going further into supporting the censorship of, of those networks. And so, that's a little encouraging for me. Like, it's not going to be, you know, an immediate drastic.
0: Yeah. He's not going to do anything like sword. that. And right. and so, it's just, you know, remember we had Sean Whalen on the show and he's like, when, when, when the whole um, black lives matter thing took off and we saw a lot of, you know, a lot of people hijacking that over the summer. And you saw a lot of destruction of businesses and fires and things like that. And, you know, he was like, America's, America's just having a temper tantrum right, right now, you know? And I think, you know, the media and maybe you know some on the left, whatever, are having a bit of a temper tantrum right now. Even though they won, which is kind of funny, right? right. They're they're totally being sore losers about sore all winners, this. sore winners, right?
1: And, and there's people really... who are being sore losers, like we know it goes sure, both ways, yeah. right?
0: Right. But well, but friends. all this, all this, like today's topic with what happened, to CNN and o- and OAN and newsbacks and the censorship of big tech, all that, all this was triggered by what happened on January sixth, right? right?
1: And, and let's not go into all that again.
0: Well, yeah, we don't want to go into all that, But the truth wasn't necessarily completely told, right? No. It's, as always, there's a handful of people that ruin it for everybody else. And then there's always an overreaction to these things. Well, always. that was
1: definitely exploited. I mean, Pelosi, could she could not have been happier yeah. um, to have that happen and be able to exploit it and turn it to yeah. her narrative. And now they impeached him twice. And oh my God. If he right. And here's, the, here's the, the next litmus test. If they proceed with impeaching the man who is a private citizen now, that just shows they've gone like way, way over, and we got a big job to do. But I'm out here, Dave Brown, I'm gonna let you wrap this up and- Well, look,
0: um, let's, let's one last me. note. Barb and I were, were chatting before we got on to this, and we um, we re- were reaching out to see if we can get Tulsi Gabbard on our show, right? Tulsi Gabbard is, she, was, she ran for president on the Democratic platform um, to be the Democratic nominee. She's a, I think she's a congresswoman from Hawaii. She's super bright and she, you know, she's a liberal, but she's also a um, a veteran. She served in our, you know, in our country's military. She was in Iraq and she's very well-spoken. The point is on her website, if you go to her website, her main headline is freedom, truth, and common sense. And I think if we all could kind of use that as a, As a goalpost for everybody when we're watching the news or learning about events, like think about things in in the simplest terms truth, freedom, and common sense. And that's all we want to do here at American Snippets is bring you basically that. Right, Barb?
1: Right, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. All right, thanks. I do too. And I love you, and I'm out.